it's 2021. It is Raylan. I am your host and you're listening to Honolulu Millennial. As the first episode of 2021, episode number six, today we're going to do something a little different because outside of the normal episodes, we are going without an interview. We're going to do something outside of my comfort zone and surprise, I procrastinated. It is now 7.20 p.m. as I'm saying this. Uh, Lately, I've completed episodes at least a few hours before midnight of Tuesdays. Um, they'll be edited and I would just be recording my introduction at least by now uh, and have the episode uploaded and scheduled for midnight on Tuesdays. But since I'm doing this differently and it's mainly going to be me just talking, I've procrastinated. Even more so because it's just me and don't you just hate talking by yourself? Like, I just, I hate it. Like, I, I feel like I'm just being completely full of myself. I'd hate to sound very self-centered. I feel like ever since my past relationships of mine have ended this years ago, he had told me that everything I had said was I and me, never you or even us. And I never thought about him. That shit still sticks with me like today. So I always try to think about the other person. So I'm going to think about you. And hey, I realize you don't have to listen this far or listen all the way through. But if you do, thank you. And I really appreciate you. Also, if you're listening, hit me up and let me know what you think about the podcast or leave a review. So... The year is 2021. Now, I haven't really looked back at my year, so I'm going to try to do this now. I'm going to highlight maybe five great things that happened to me or not so great things. And I I guess I haven't really done very much because the pandemic was like basically all year. So it shouldn't be too much. Yeah. Um, so 2020, I started my year with Rodney, um, my boyfriend, and he's special in very many ways. And since last year, we've been spending a lot of time together, or since 2019, we've been spending a lot of time together. And at the beginning of the year, I had moved to Pearl City. Fuck. So number one, I moved to Pearl City. For those of you who don't know, I was born and raised on the west side of Oahu graduated from Nanakuli High and Intermediate School, home of the Golden Hawks. What up? When other people try to guess where I'm from, they don't usually say Nanakuli at first. Actually, no one ever does. I just tell them. People think I'm from Waipahu first, then maybe Pearl City. It's only just because I'm 100% Filipino. The black hair, brown skin, almond eyes, flat nose, unmistakably Filipino. And Filipinos are very well known to live in Waipahu and Pearl City. But now, look at me, living in Pearl City's wallet hub's fucking top 10 most happiest cities in the U.S. When I first started seeing Rodney and going over his place, I immediately thought to myself, this is where people go running and walk their dogs and shit. (laughs) Okay, uh, number two, mental fucking breakdowns. The importance of therapy, the importance of mental health. 
so fucking important. Now more than ever, especially now with the pandemic, people feel helpless because it's keeping us from making connections with other people. It's keeping us from our relationships and I feel like relationships are the very core the very being of our existence is to make these relationships and even if it's not making relationships with other people it's making a relationship with yourself or it's making a relationship with things that you love i know some people just love to make plastic figures fucking gunpla dude or tanks i'm sorry (laughs) Rodney does those don't tell him I said this I don't think he listens to this but okay anyways so at the beginning of the pandemic not only did I learn to be okay with being a homebody which I think I really am outside of being an extrovert but now I'm starting to think you really need to pay me to be able to deal with a hundred people an hour like I can't even believe that in two hours I would go through like max maybe like I don't know, three, how many people, like 200 people in two hours, 200, 250 people. Man, that feels like ages ago when I do that, used to do this for Yelp. Working events every weekends, maybe two every week. Gosh, it sounds exhausting now. (laughs) So through the end of 2019 and through the beginning of 2020, I had also started seeing a therapist and I have absolutely no shame in this as someone who never grew up with a communicative supportive family I found support and comfort in therapy I figured really speaking out loud all of the things that I felt felt so good I cried the first time I went to therapy cried at least for the first few sessions it was good it felt really good some things just need to like cry it out hug it out then laugh it out, laugh about it afterward. Maybe let out some rage. I don't know. Whatever feels good to you. But going back to my first point, mental breakdowns. I like to believe that I'm a hard worker. I'm very committed. I'm grounded. I'm a Capricorn, of course. God, that says so much about me. So I'll get. So I'll get things done sometimes. Well, really, most of the time. I put my work way before myself. And at the beginning of the pandemic, working from home got so tough. Not only was it because I was working in the morning, throughout the day, and before going to bed, I was proud to be putting in the work, but my mental health started to deteriorate. I started working as early as like 7 a.m. when I don't have to technically start until 8.30 a.m. And even then, I felt obligated to work through the whole next hours. And to leave less work for me in the next morning, I will work two hours just before going to bed. This just sounds crazy. But part of my job was monitoring the news. So it became very, very difficult to separate myself from work while I'm at home because I work from home. So finding that separation was very difficult. Even when I would leave to like the grocery store in the morning or in the afternoon, I would get like a call or like a text or something. And I just like want to throw up out of like frustration and stress. So like my levels of frustration start with irritation. So that makes me like upset or angry to like knots in my stomach to make me like want to throw up because it's like makes me so upset and like I don't want to do anything. It's just like fucking throw up (laughs) and then it ends up 
getting to the point where I don't like I feel completely helpless and not wanting to do anything and eventually crying. I've gotten to cry several times through the beginning of the pandemic and what was worse is I stopped going to therapy. The one thing that was helping me because I couldn't make or find the time to video chat with my therapist. It even got so bad that I cried during a meeting, which is the very first and last time. I feel sick about it. So I'm crying now. Fuck. Anyways whatever so this made me realize that at the end of the day the person that you really need to take care of is yourself so have that mental breakdown consider talking to someone and really focus on your mental health think about the things that really do make you happy think about the things that will calm you that you can do for yourself find something that you can do with your your hands so that way you're not just sitting in your own thoughts because that shit can get to you and what one wise avatar once said when we reach our lowest point we become open to the highest change or something like that i have to look it up but yes avatar ang the Technically not the last airbender, but the last airbender of his time. Oh my god, did I just fucking spoil alert alert? I'm so sorry to anybody who's not. Anyways, okay. Wow. Whew. So I needed to find something for me. Uh something that I could show for, something I could build or grow because I wasn't doing anything outside of being a potato and working so when I went to Foodland Farms shout out to Foodland Farms fucking love them I bought myself a beautiful monstera or one of those Swiss cheese plants I think I got it for like $17.49 I don't know can't remember so number three a great thing that happened to me was becoming a plant mom this has by far been the best thing that's happened to me this year i recruited maybe my vicinity i have like one two three four five there are at least three no there's at least four on the table um my monstera 10 my friedic 11 Three hanging, 14, by the front door, four, six, 20. And then there are the ones that are outside. So like 25 around there. I also have a flower bed. Yes, yes, I do. It's currently growing zinnias. I recently got more seeds um, from Whole Farms that you can also get at Foodland. Um, I recently bought two packs of Cosmos, so I'm looking forward to chopping down those zinnias and putting them into a vase, hopefully. Hopefully I'm doing them correctly this time. And planting those Cosmos and see how beautiful they grow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I went to work today and checked on my coworkers' plants because I got them all succulents. And they're growing! Oh my gosh, I was so excited. I was actually a little worried that they were going to die because they had not enough light. But surprisingly, they are doing very well. I think the super, like, the key thing with succulents is making sure to not overwater them. Not overwater them. God. Oh, gosh. I Actually, you know, the, the I initially thought that I was going to kill them 
or I actually thought that everyone's plans were gonna die like I was actually expecting them to but thank god they didn't die <laughs> oh god okay um number four really ask for what you want the universe works in such a mysterious way that really verbally speaking out loud the things that you want and maybe saying them around to someone who will listen you might just get it now i have a custom-built computer a beautiful office space 20-something plants and a new bag all in the last 10 months how long was it? 10 months since march i don't know I mentioned this earlier and connections are connections and building relationships are important uh, with the pandemic. It's been a challenge getting together or even wanting to go out at all. But patience, number five, patience, by no means just wait around for something to happen. Be intentful, be mindful of the things that you're doing that work for you, that work for you and what you want to accomplish have the patience when reaching out to someone but they're busy then reschedule be mindful of why they chose to reschedule if you can't meet in person facetime jump on skype schedule a zoom call have patience to learn technology have patience with people who are technology illiterate have patience when you're in line waiting to get into a store because their max capacity is only 50 percent have patience that your favorite local business didn't get your order ready in 20 minutes because they're short stop because they can't pay for extra stuff. Fuck! Have patience. And now I'm fucking kind of thinking that that's just for me because, God, have fucking patience. I'm learning how to deal with it though. But having plants as an impatient person and as a millennial who kind of looks forward to instant gratification, I actually dread online shopping because having to wait for something to come in is it's dreadful but being a plant mom and being an impatient person having a plant and watching it grow the very little that it does grow I feel it like just really helps you be a better person I genuinely think plants just make you a fucking better person because you put in your time and your effort, you feed it, you water it, you spray it with water, you give it a little bit of sunlight and they grow. They grow. They should just really be like a symbol for yourself. Except for the ones that die. I don't know. Some some things come and go in life and those things just teach you a lesson. I think I've killed like about at least two succulents. At least, at least two, with one failed propagation. Yeah. Well, that's five things. I really wanted to add that putting together my podcast was number five because this shit really took a long time to to make. I think I decided to start a podcast in 2018, maybe 2017. Finally tried to start it, recorded an episode or two in 2019, and finally got my shit together in 2020. Probably also because I had some time at home. I've also created this office space for me. So I finally decided to just put myself out there and start this fucking podcast. Oh, well, another great thing is that I also haven't gotten COVID. So that's, that's another great one. God. Okay, how much time do we have? Oh, it's only been 60 minutes. Okay. 
So um, at the end of 2020, I got my tarot cards read and I wanted to share them with you guys because I think they it's, it's something we can talk about. So I got them read by Rihanna Stelberg. You might know her as Titabite. She does Reiki and tarot readings and she's an um, intuitive reader and DJ. Uh, so please check her out. She's fantastic human being at titabyte.com. That's T-I-T-T-A-H-B-Y-T-E.com. Or you can go to her IG at titabyte808. So I want to share these cards with you guys because maybe you're looking into into it getting your tarot cards run maybe you don't want to because you're afraid of what you'll get or you think it's silly or you're curious the curious ones are my favorite okay i decided to do one because i wanted to get a different perspective of myself as the year started to end and i'm supporting a local business and local entrepreneurs uh, the last time i had gotten my reading by rihanna was actually a couple years ago she was doing them for donation at this women's entrepreneur event at a local shop in Chinatown and I thought I'd try it out. I don't remember exactly the cards I had at the time but my real big takeaway was that I had these stabs or these wands that were worn out and there was this card that showed a lake uh could have been an ocean. So I basically used my resources and there may be an opportunity or challenge that involved distance of some kind. I thought at that time I finally had been fed up with the things that I was doing that I would finally move my life to another state. That was not the case at all. I'm still fucking here. I don't even, I can't believe it. Instead, now that I think about it, I've used all of my possible excuses for me to keep me from starting this podcast. And since then, I traveled a few times that following year. I think, um, I do know I went to... God, was that before or after? I don't know, but I did end up going to New York and that was amazing. And yeah, that was, this was all prior to the pandemic. Anyways, since the pandemic, since the pandemic she's doing online readings. Today by doing online readings for just $35. She will uh, pull your cards and send you an email uh, with a description of what the cards mean. That's that's what I got. There are add-ons like a video call or a recorded reading, and she even does free consultations. So if you're ever thinking about it, tittlebite.com. Look it up. Okay. <sighs> okay, so let's take deep breaths. <sighs> okay. The first card... Um, okay, she pulls out four cards or three cards at the top, one at the bottom, and there's a clear quartz for clarity and cleansing. And the first card represents the self. It's the ace of cups reversed. Reverse means the card is upside down and that the flow of the card is delayed or disrupted. It's a blue card. There are waves on it and a gold chalice in the middle with water coming out of it um, with what looks like a moon emerging from it or behind so this card represents how I'm feeling at the moment or what's on my mind. The cup symbolizes water, emotions, relationships, and connections. The ace represents the beginning of a cycle or a new chapter. Since it's reversed, the photo looks like it's tipped over, spilling out. The reverse ace of cups speaks to the love we have for ourselves. 
she says that there is an emotional balance going on right now, which sometimes points to repressing feelings, insecurity of feeling or feeling a lack of. Maybe a project is not getting off the way that you want or you're not asking for help or maybe a connection or a relationship isn't processing or is progressing way too fast. Look inward and take a second to think of what area in my life isn't allowing me to be vulnerable. Oh, I'm so insecure. Don't know what to do about my feelings and have the worst time asking for help. I've learned to become comfortable with myself during the pandemic. I just get really lazy sometimes to work out, do yoga, even I know how good it feels. Sometimes I just become so uninspired by things where I don't want to do things alone. Like, do you want to do yoga with me? Go to the farmer's market on Sundays? Let me know. Please. Please. So the second card is the Six of Stabs Upright. It's a woman hold, uh, holding, <laughs> riding a horse and she's holding a stab in one hand and there are five others behind her, five other stabs behind her. Uh, this card represents my situation. The situation can either be outside influences like people, social media, or even the physical environment that's affecting me. Uh, this stab symbolizes fire energy movement and creativity oh i have a lot of energy not a lot of movement scraping for creativity <laughs> uh six of stabs is about reaching a goal or milestone no matter how small you're being encouraged to put yourself out there and be open to receiving love and support believe in who you are and what you've accomplished so far even if you're not at the finish line remember that this is a stepping stone wow okay for so long i've repressed receiving support and love i felt the most vulnerable when someone would hold me because they're surrounding me i'm like literally within their grasp and love because for such a long time i never felt like i was worth worth it because being lied to being taken taken advantage of i felt were things people who things people who don't deserve to be loved experience so i think a lot of a lot about what people think about me like how i'm perceived but everyone thinks that so more so than others and i'm slowly trying not to think that think way too hard or even focus so much of my attention to it because i've learned the hard way where it leads me and it's not the best place right here right now um, a big milestone for me is this podcast six episodes in i may not have a lot of followers maybe not that many listens or downloads but i'll tell you that it's not at zero every week on soundcloud it tells me how many listens there have been and that's just on soundcloud the people who i've interviewed so far have been so supportive and recognized how much i've grown and that's really meant a lot to me thank you so much everyone who have been so supportive of my podcast and really encouraging me to continue to do this um if you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast they have you have an awesome story to tell you are doing something that is completely out of the ordinary you're a millennial who works among baby boomers you want to vent dude let me know all right, third card, the outcome, 10 of pentacles reverse. It's upside down, but 
there's a tree in a field with three symbols on it. It's frames with an arc with some more symbols on it. Um, they kind of look like leaves on the symbols. Are they all the same? Okay, yeah. This is if things keep going the way that they are and you don't change anything. Pentacles symbolize earth, how you create, shape, and transform your surroundings. Ten is the completion or ending of a cycle or chapter you're being asked to revisit and reevaluate what wealth means to you and what do you want. A lot of you, a lot of yous experience challenges. Uh, setbacks with financial security there could be an investment on too many short-term goals and it could be getting in the way of your long-term success causing financial instability you're extremely skilled you're extremely skillful and your guys are asking you to sit down and think more long-term okay i am sending this out into the universe I want to go to London for New Year's 2022 and I think no I want I want it so badly I will figure it out not with now with Brexit COVID issues traveling any setbacks I will figure it out and make it happen why London I love the fucking city it's beautiful it has history and I just have this connection to it that just makes me want to go back and why fight with that connection and for new years oh my god for 2017 i had spent 24 hours since new year's eve my friend cassandra and i had joined to joined a group of these couch surfers in sydney australia to get this prime view of the sydney harbor bridge new york new year's fireworks it actually happened so quickly i remember She's coming back from wherever she went to that day. She started putting her shit together in a bag. And she's like, I'm going to camp out and meet out with these other couch servers to watch New Year's fireworks. And I'm like, um, I'll go with you. <laughs> Not just for your security, but like, I want to see some fireworks too. And I probably had absolutely nothing planned for that day. Anyway, so we pack our shit with an extra outfit, handy dandy infinity scarf. These infinity scarves are so fucking good. Like, I love these infinity Infinity scarves so much they are actually from um god what's that called? american apparel they used to be like 30 or 40 bucks but they're these like cotton infinity scarves that i i don't even know it's like a fucking two yards long i don't know but it, they're so comfortable they're like perfect especially when you're traveling you're like in a plane this is all pre-covid of course you're in a plane and you're just like you can Use it as a blanket. Cover yourself up. You can use it as a scarf. I mean, it's infinity scarf. Wrap it around yourself a few times. You can use it after your fucking yoga class and just fucking cover up and all your sweatiness. Anyways, are fantastic things. So in addition to the infinity scarf, we probably snack some, pack some snacks. I don't know. Um, and then we met up with complete and total strangers off an app to wait in line to have the best chance of securing a spot in McQuarrie's, McQuarrie's, McQuarrie's chair. It's this beautiful peninsula of a park overlooking the Harbor Bridge. Um, granted, we did take a nap between those times, but little did I remember of how tired I was, cranky, or bothered at all by any of these things. So mind you, this is still New Year's Eve 
Eve. So December 30th. It's not even New Year's Eve yet. It's like 9 p.m. We like go, I don't know, Uber something we'd ubered down to like the museum where we meet we were meeting up and then we walked over to this or to like wait in line basically and we waited in line for maybe like maybe six hours they started opening up the park maybe like at five or six in the morning and once that happens like all of us we just rushed over to the very end of um that that like peninsula like bridge part god everyone in australia is gonna be like fuck that's not what you're talking about anyways this is how i remember it i just can't for the sake of me pronounce any of your words melbourne melbourne <laughs> okay and um so i wasn't bothered by any of these things that were happening to me like i wasn't cranky or anything and i um and along the way, we made these really good friends um, out of this experience that we had, um, who we still follow to this day. We made it onto a news channel, channel, uh, a local news channel for camping out for so long. We made equality happen, yelling at everyone to sit the fuck down so that we can all see the fireworks. Because if we're all standing, it's like a concert. We can't see shit. So it was all fucking worth it and it was just the best damn new year's fireworks show i have ever witnessed now i just want to make more memories but in one of my favorite countries okay last and final card the advice card queen of pentacles upright it's a queen she's wearing a crown some beautiful headdress draping over her head holding a pentacle assuming this is what the symbols were in the last card yep actually it's like a sunflower with a star in the middle she's wearing a dress with this flower all over it this is the advice for what you can do right now to help the transition queen of pentacles represents someone who is independent and has a stable income while balancing everything else going on in her life wow thank you sometimes i feel like a, a complete and total wreck but i believe i keep it together in some sort she they is someone who symbolizes prosperity and security i feel like this is who you are at your core who you are trying to be wow fuck uh you're being asked to remain humble practical and resourceful again like the last card you are being asked how can you provide financial stability for yourself maybe next time when you are faced with a decision think about the queen of pentacles what the queen of pentacles would do Another message I heard was to look for a mentor, whether that's a financial coach, life coach, or a spiritual guide. Wow, I think for one time in my conscious adult life, the past year has had one less of a person in my life, and that's a mentor, some kind of advisor, some kind. I've always thought of my old boss, Emmy, as my mentor. She was my old boss when I used to work for Yelp. She was a community manager for Honolulu she jokes at how much money she would make off of me from all the advice she would give me but i i think i no i don't think i know i took that for granted because she would always be there for me when i needed it she'd help me grow so much i learned a lot of responsibility i've made so many new connections because of her i think i was just focused on what i had to do because i needed to do it because at that time 
I was just working part-time and I guess I just I really needed the money and rather than making what I had work for me um I may not have had the opportunity some people aren't so lucky like that but I I could have would have should have but I didn't um yeah maybe I should get a financial advisor maybe a life coach maybe I should reach out to Emmy I should probably reach out to Emmy see how she's doing okay well this is procrastination at its finest and procrastination really just never leaves you like it'll still be there <sighs> all right well that's our episode i hope you enjoyed that uh take a minute to let me know what you thought about it send a dm on instagram at honolulu millennial or my personal account at raylan rb or write a review a non-anonymous review okay well, thank you so much, everyone. Now I'm about to go upload this shit. Go binge watch Korean Pork Belly Rhapsody on Netflix. I'm your host, Raylan, and you're listening to Honolulu Millennial. Peace. <laughs>